Hello, hello. How's everybody doing out there? Oh, wow. What an episode we're going to have. We're going to talk uh, a lot about what is happening with the performance or the lack of performance for the new 24 GTs and uh, Dark Horse. Uh, a couple of people have taken them to the track even after break-in. A couple of people have um, made posts talking about how disappointed they are in the horsepower. Um, there's been a couple of posts on Facebook and Instagram. If you go on my Instagram page and look at my stories, there were four separate occasions where people are not picking up the car that they ordered. Like if you if you ordered a GT or a Dark Horse, you spec'd it out. And you know you want a certain color, certain trim, certain whatever, you're not obligated to buy it. The moment it shows up to the dealership, then then you can like inspect it and you know determine whether you want to pick it up or not based on what's going on out there. And I I have at least four posts on Instagram. If you go on my Instagram, I'll go there real quick and I'll uh, get it ready so that we can look at the posts so you don't think I'm talking out of my ass. And talk about the people outright denying or not taking delivery of the car based on the terrible, terrible performance spec that the car is pumping out. We'll talk about a shop that gutted, installed brakes, did an ethanol blend, which is crazy to me, to, to run the car lean on purpose, uh, and a drag pack, and it only ran 11.7, whereas a tune-only 2018 and up was running 11.8. A tune and tire combo was 11.3, and some weight reduction with ethanol is a 10-second car, and for whatever reason, the 24GT is not getting after it. Will owners start complaining a la 1999 Cobra. If you guys are old like me, you'll remember that in 1999, the Cobra was advertised as 320 horsepower. And then people were getting gapped by everything. And they're like, this is not making the power that it was supposed to make. Ford had to then recall or issue fixes to the power because they said that the intake manifold was an issue. And then they were able to bring back the horsepower. They stopped selling the Cobra in 2000. There is no 2000 Cobra. But then in 2001, supposedly quietly started making the car again. But before we do all that and talk a little shit, let's have Mr. Bill O'Reilly say hello. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Fucking thing sucks. <laughs> it does, absolutely. All right, let's do it. Uh, two auto solutions. Rami's uh, down to solutions down to Puerto Rico. Getting Camaros built. He's got like ten engine projects going on. Way too much work. Two auto solutions. Race Motors got a race in uh, roll racing that seems to be taking off. It used to be want to go fast. Now it's Race Motive up in Pennsylvania and Maryland. Check them out on Instagram. Dina Hat Performance. Dina Performance.com. Paid his bill. I love it. When sponsors pay their bills, Dean Hop Performance, the online parts house sponsor of the program. Parkfront, parkfront.com. I need a dash. I need a dash. 2011 to 14 dash with airbags. I got a buddy of mine that needs one, so I'll hit him up and see if we can get one sent over on a pallet. Parkfront.com. Conformance. Conformance on Instagram. Advertising is tensioners, cold airs, blowers, and lids. Check them out. Ultimate ultimateheader.com, ultimateheader on Instagram. PMAS. Nick James and PMAS, I'm going to install the 149 housing. Probably going to cut up the JLT because fuck JLT. Calumer Transmission, CalumerTransmission.com, Calumer Transmission on Instagram, Calumer Transmission. Uh, going to start doing automatics, manuals, 3160s, MT82s, T56s, TR66s, the whole nine yards. Oh, gosh, Alex, I did not actually 
put the live chat overlay because everyone wants to see their name on the chat. How dare you not put my name on the chat? Darren Harper, Wesley Stewart, uh, Mofler, Ito Man, and Joe Swish are the first people to say hello. Abdullah Alabasi, Extreme Rods, T. TB Penny 80, Cody Kelly, Richard Whedon, Douche Did It, Oliver Bryan, Truviate, Chris Anderson, Minibike Madman, Joe Jackson, Abdullah, JD Swag, 313, Mike M, The Hot Toss, 313 again, The Hot Toss again, Rocco Zioli, uh, TJ Sikorsky, Dustin Garrison, Cluster BM, Abdullah again, Alexi B, Gregory Uffitt, Clean 93 GT, Travis Blake Bailey, Craig Walls, Risky Business, Stunts and Safety, Matt Benoit, Truviate again, uh, The Wolf, Shoot, where did I? Oh, man, you just skipped over everybody. The Wolf, <laughs> Factory, Nate Dog, Walter Hoffman, uh, Dixon, Sean O'Connell, Nitrous and Biasply, Jesus Perez, Angel Puerto Rico, Gray Mustang, Dornell, Brian Van Natter, Jermaine J- Pal- Paletero, man, Fox Barry, Craster, Omar says, what's up, peasants? Um, Martin Robles, Zach B, Desert1320. What's up, Desert1320? Hopefully you're... um. Doing good out there, racing, uh, catching some races and putting them up on YouTube. James and Jay, Minibike Madman, Sly Voodoo, Naldo Boost, Willis, uh, Eddie Winslow, Abdul Alabasi, Fly Jock, Kobe Nanny, Caleb, and Ford Lover, and all the usual suspects and people that want to say hello. So let's read a, a quick little article here. It was called Fighting for Horsepower. <clears throat> it was in Auto Week a while ago, and we'll talk about what the 1999 Cobra guys did when they were basically buying the car before it actually hit the streets. And they found out that their car was making no power. Not every day the government agency fights for more horsepower, but Florida's Attorney General, uh, this is in 2001, okay, has launched a formal investigation or alleged false advertising of Ford Motor Company's handling of horsepower claims for the 99 Cobra Mustang. Here's how this happened. In mid-99, the Cobra, the, the Ford became aware of the that the 99 Cobra was touted as having 320 horsepower compared to 305 for the 98 model. It was down on horsepower, lacking an immediate easy fix. Ford stopped selling the 99 Cobra and canceled the entire 2000 model year run. Owners of the 99 Cobras got a letter from Tom Scarpello, Ford's specialty vehicle marketing manager, offering... Three free modifications, a new intake manifold, a new exhaust system, and a retune computer flash card. When Ford quietly began selling the 01 SVT Cobra, there was no doubt that the engines were making the advertised power. The car feels considerably stronger than the 99 model did. John Jelnick, Ford Division Communications Manager, said that Ford has done the right thing in admitting the problem and offering three fixes for owners of 99 Cobras. Still, the Florida A Attorney General Pressure Office perseveres. Robert Julian, attorney for the Economic Crimes Division of the Florida Attorney General, expects to address the damage done to the resale value of the 99 Cobras and whether or not Ford should pay the fine and or the owners. But Julian laughs off the suggestion, saying he's going to go after Ford because his car isn't fast enough. I just can't see this case, you know, I just see this case being uh, false advertising. Now, resale value is something I don't even think about. Because I don't buy vehicles or I didn't buy vehicles to, to, to get rid of them. It just wasn't a thing that I even thought about. But they have a case here. So if you guys saw the um, the Stampede, the Stampede. So that was when um, the 24 GT body refresh was announced and people were excited. So I'll, I'll remind you what the Ford Stampede looked like and what they were telling you during that broadcast. Talking about the exterior, you're going to see the pony in your rear view mirror, but unique fender and deck lid badges are going to be a subtle indication of what just blew past you. We all know that's bullshit. (laughs) There is no way this is beating anything comparable. Even the previous generation uh, comparable vehicle, the GT350. 
the GT350 will donkey stomp a dark horse. We all know that. We've all seen what they make or what they don't make. The auto they're making barely 400 horsepower through the manual, about 420, 430. And depending on how happy the dyno is, maybe it'll touch 440. People are out there putting ethanol blends. People are out there doing anything possible in order to bring the horsepower back on this car. And it is looking like a very, oh boy, a futile effort to bring it all back. At the time, Bud Moman says the stampede was awesome. And everybody was just like everyone else that argued, um, Oh, you know, nobody cares. Uh, nobody cares about straight line stuff. Straight line stuff. Straight line stuff is not that big of a deal. Actually, it's a huge deal. Straight line stuff is the most that people do. But all of a sudden, people started, you know, making fun of the fact that I'm only talking about drag racing and straight line performance. Meanwhile, that's what everyone does. Everyone pretty much goes out there, does straight line stuff. If someone says that the, the stream popped out, OBS is having an issue, of course. So OBS is the streaming software that I use to basically, um, you know, stream this situation. So we'll, I'm going to keep going because the replay will still show. So I'm going to go to my profile on Instagram and check out what's happening there. So if you go to my story, let me pause it. Okay, let me pause it. So the story here is this. That right here, if you go to my spawn display capture. So... A lot of people started posting that car running 11.7, the uh, new uh, GT supposedly running 11.7. And I'm like, okay, cool. It ran 11.7. Then what? Like, then what? what? What happens after it runs 11.7? When in 2018, I have a screenshot of VMP performance, tune only, running 11.6 at 121. And then if you look at my next story, let me see. Uh, is there another story? The next story shows a tune only tire, 2018, running 11.3 at 123. Then uh, we talk about the people that started uh, denying the, the, the delivery of the vehicle. So let's go back and pause it. Guy named uh, Larry Melton. My car arrived today after five-month wait. Unfortunately, this car was built before they worked out all the fitment issues. Blend date? I think he meant build date. I rejected the car due to these issues. The good news is there are several 23 Mach 1s out there. Marked down $4,000. It's pushed the price at about this GC. So look at the panel gap. So the panel gap was no good. Again, UAW, awesome, awesome work with UAW stuff. And this guy is selling his dark horse. Then this guy broke his dark horse in for many miles. It still didn't do shit. This one ran 12.5 at the track, and I made fun of that. A guy named Anthony Barranco said he rented an S650 and was getting gapped by everything. So you're going to start seeing a lot of people really, really complain at the fact that this thing is not performing like it should. So that begs the question, is anyone going to take it to the next level? Like, is anyone going to take it to the next, to the next level? Like, is anyone going to actually say, is anyone going to actually say, um, I might have to sue Ford for false advertising. The stuff that we saw, the stuff that we saw on the, uh, on the stampede was absolute trash. There is no way that this thing is actually performing like the stampede told me it was going to perform. Did you guys think this was going to perform better? Did you know what it was going to, did you know what it was going to weigh? So we'll talk about that a little bit. Um, are you impressed by a car that runs 11.7? Like, are you impressed? A car that runs 11.7, gutted, uh, brakes, aftermarket brakes, drag pack, and um, ethanol blend. And totally just weight reduced like an MF. And and it runs 11.7 and people. And again, nothing against the shop. The shop is doing their best. But that's that's the best you can do on a 
new GT gutted 10R80 car, which are supposed to be quicker in the quarter mile. Now, I was talking to somebody who owns a GT, and he goes, I'm going to tell you, Alex, I can't get this thing to do a burnout. I'm like, wait a minute. You can't do a burnout? He goes, I stand on it, dump the clutch, and there is some crazy torque reduction happening that does not allow me to do a burnout in this car. I go, are you kidding me? He goes, I disconnected the ABS plug. I disconnected everything. Nothing I do allows me to do a burnout. So this guy was telling you, don't buy because it's not tunable. This guy was telling you, don't mess with it until tuning is figured out. People are out there paying $50,000 plus for a base GT, $70,000 before markup, eighty dollars to $90,000 after markup for a dark horse, and have a car that is not tunable and running slower than the previous generation was running stock. What do you think? Is someone going to sue? It'll be interesting if they actually go after them, but I don't, I don't think anything will happen. I think Ford doesn't care. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think Ford gives a crap if this car doesn't perform like they thought. They said, look, it makes the power. We didn't tell you that that power is useless in the drag strip because technically we didn't tell you that it was going to be the best quarter mile performing GT and Dark Horse ever. We're talking about blowing people's doors off. Who are you blowing off? Who, whose doors are you blowing off with a Dark Horse? If a comparable 350 or worked up GT from the previous generation one year before can donkey stomp it. I'm I'm blown away about the people that like used to make fun of me saying that you don't know what the hell you're talking about. I'm not buying anything unless unless it's tunable. Once we figured out that it wasn't tunable, there's no reason to buy this thing. There's no reason to buy this thing. It's not tunable. When when it's tunable, we'll see if there's any meat on the bone. It's heavier, it's slower than the previous generation. Official dud. Will someone do something about it? Like is someone and the dealers are ugh, could you imagine paying ninety thousand dollars for a dark horse and you get beat by a Mach one? You get beat by a regular GT with a tune. You get beat by a 350 stock. Unreal. Unfreaking real. Someone says, and it costs considerably more for your tablets and goes slower. Gutted weight reduction, drag brakes, runs high 11s. That sounds like an F body to me. I think the S650 motor is identical to a Gen 3. Just twin intakes. Imagine buying a new vehicle and gutting it, but you can drift it with a drift stick. Dean Simmons says, I don't understand how Ford has great engine and decent chassis, yet instead of making legitimate power improvements, they focus on adding screens and 100 plus pounds for $20,000 more. Can't you run 12.5 in a stock stick Gen 1? That's crazy. Exactly. There was a guy who had a black Gen 1. I remember. He stuck a drag pack in it. And I'm saying it was a base Gen 1. And if I'm not mistaken, that was a low 12, high 11 second car stick. In 2011, I am blown away that this new Mustang... Well, look, we, 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 are you really surprised though? Let's be honest. Let's have a conversation. Are, are you really surprised... Ford started saying they're built Ford proud. Ford started rainbow wrapping their Raptors. Ford started talking about uh, drifting. Uh, uh, that's not racing. Drifting's not racing. I'm sorry. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what planet you guys are from. Drifting is not racing. The guy that gets to the finish line first does not win. It's the guy that twirls the most. It's like figure skating. It, that's literally what they equated to. It's like figure skating, and I'm like, so it's gay. So fine. Ford. In the stampede, the guy was like, these guys lived at the track. Which track? Willow Springs? The Nürburgring? Their Detroit test track? 
not the straight line, the, the thing that 90% of people do in Mustangs, they didn't even bother to optimize. The most powerful coyote ever. Also, the heaviest, as the heaviest Mustang since, actually, the heaviest Mustang ever. The, the GT500, boy, I don't know, I don't know. How much is a GT500 weight-wise weight versus like a dark horse? And then they're going to come out with a Cobra and talk about 850 horsepower, but it weighs 4,150 or 4,000 pounds. Like, nobody cares. It's so dumb. Alex, put the 350 and R's back on the radar past the black R yesterday. Yes, a GT 350R is badass. My wife's S3 Audi daily driver will gap it by over a second. That confirms Ford doesn't test our products. Bruh, go to the drag strip and make sure it's faster than the previous generation. That is the most simple way of ensuring that this car will have the best shot possible on social media. Social media is the most powerful tool to sell vehicles. Social media thought I was an actual tuner when I was flipping my hat. Think about that. So if on social media, nobody is posting mid-11 or low-11 second ETs with a new GT or Dark Horse, the buzz doesn't the but there is no buzz there's no media buzz it's just like it's dead not a big deal everyone is posting that it's a 12 5 12 6 car stock same mode went 12 3 in a gt so 12 3 12 5 the heaviest and most powerful coyote ever made performs worse than the previous generation and dealers have the balls to mark them up 10 dollars and you're stupid enough to buy it so resale value is something you can sue over which I, I was blown away by imagine going forward going going to the future two three years and then seeing someone try to trade in a dark horse for a cobra try to trade in a gt for a dark for for anything and they and you paid ninety thousand dollars now we know this car underperforms. We know this car does not run the number. We know this car is probably still not tunable in a year or two. Who knows? Maybe it will be, but let's hope it is. But if it's not, what's the car worth? If it is not performing and it is not tunable, it ain't worth shit. I would be picking up the phone and making the case that this thing is dud city. Like absolutely dud city. Uh, someone said, Mike, yes, someone went 1224 last year. 1224 sucks, bro. Stock Mustangs were going 11.7, 11.8 base model in, in, um, whatchamacallit, in, um, in, at sea level. Because a lot of people out there are saying, well, my car went 12.3 stock. Yeah, in Denver. Well, we don't give a shit about Denver. What the hell's wrong with you? Um, the last few lives will be fun to look at in hindsight after the dud has a chance to sour new owners. Evan should be ashamed of himself. He even responded to my comment saying that the, the Mach 1 is, is a parts bin car. He said, far from it. Bro, love you. Evan is paid by Ford, so he'll never make a critical observation about Ford. That is what you call a employee. It's like me saying Lund Racing sucks, right? Evan will never say uh Ford messed up. Did you ever? Did you ever hear say Evan or or, or let's just say comparable uh, media outlets ever say this Raptor with a rainbow wrap is stupid? This Mach E rally Mach E is dumb. 
the Mach E GT at $58,000 or $60,000 is stupid. No. Everything Ford puts out there, someone like Evan is paid to promote. That's, that's the deal. So then you have to go, okay, is he a credible outlet of information? No. Because he is paid by Ford to write favorable articles. So that, you know right then and there where he stands. The trap tube was big red flag too. The dark horse has been the dark horse has been eleven point seven seven. No, it hasn't. No, it hasn't. Uh, I can gap a dark horse with my Gen One Pro Cal tune for less than fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, I want to buy one with a drag pack, slicks, and skinnies. Uh, <laughs> no, it hasn't. No dark horse has been eleven seven drag pack, slicks, and skinnies. There's a GT that has been gutted, race brakes, ethanol blend, and a drag pack that has been eleven seven embarrassing Embar- that's like five thousand dollars of mods the drag pack is three thousand bucks the brakes are probably two thousand bucks the ethanol blend and the absolute gutting that mean they have to do that to get the weight down this is ford's issue not the shop's issue that's trying to make it fast the shop's working with what they got they're like okay 11.7 that's it that's all we got the fact that they even bothered making turbo four cylinder in the mustang tells you how retarded ford is look john lucas I understand what you're saying. And the funny thing is I know where you work. So that's actually pretty funny. I'll read the rest of your comment. Imagine how terribly slow a convertible auto four-cylinder SF50 is. Lucky we can still get a V8. I understand that. And I understand what you're saying 100%. Fleet sales. The four-cylinder Mustang fleet sales. Hertz rent-a-car. All all the rental car companies. They buy thousands of four-cylinder mustangs so that someone could come to florida put the top down burn their head because nobody puts the top down in florida and say they were in florida with a convertible like that fucking matters they have rental vehicles so that accounts for a lot of their sales so a lot just just like the godzilla i made fun of the fact that the godzilla is a dud engine for the performance enthusiast because it's never going to be in a mustang it's going to be in a f-250 f-350 and a bunch of box trucks from u-haul and all the other companies that um fleet purchases are made from <clears throat> ecoboost made 300 wheel and like 370 torque downpipes 285 ecoboost gonna get the dark horse just imagine paying sixty thousand dollars and worry that you can you can't beat a bolt two bolt on two valve three valve stoplight the stoplight i'd be on suicide watch they need to drop the price from down dramatically my bad it's the gt still waking up okay the fast ltd do me a favor please shut up this chat is the most informative chat of what's going on, period. Nothing you know that I don't know. I get informed of everything all the time. I am the I am probably the most up-to-date information on new Mustang anywhere. That car has race brakes and ethanol blend, which tells you they put, I don't know, FTW purple in it or something. Now, what happens when you do an ethanol blend in a stock car with a stock tune? It runs lean and it trims in fuel. Now there's a there's a there's a in, there's a funky mix that I think might gain you some horsepower, but not a ton. All it's gonna do is trim in fuel. Just because AFR says it's happy at 0.85 or 0.82 does not mean the engine is not struggling to make horsepower. The car is happiest when it's trimming in or out no more than three to five percent fuel. If the car is trimming in 15% fuel because of an ethanol blend, in my opinion, it's probably hurting performance. In my opinion, it was probably better instead of doing an ethanol blend to do a race fuel. Sunoco 260 GT 100 octane. 
oxygenated. I think it would have done something similar and not run the risk of running lean with the brand new car. But again, they, they tried some stuff. The race brakes alone, guys, how much are race brakes? How much are race brakes? Tell me, put on the chat, how much is, let's say, TBM front brake kit for modern Mustangs? Two grand? How much is a weld drag pack? Three grand? I'm saying front, rears, drag radials, and skinnies. Three grand, right? We're talking about three grand or so. Then you take all the seats out. All the seats out. Every single seat, seat belt, everything to make it as light as possible. Then you take it to the track and it runs 11.7. Would you be happy about that? Again, they're working with what they got. This is Ford's problem. Now, when tuning gets figured out, I expect this car to run about the same, if not a tad slower, mod for mod than the previous generation because it's heavier. That's it. There's, it's math. It's heavier. But tuning will come out. They'll run a number. They'll eventually run nines. They'll eventually run eights. But it takes more to do that with that car because it's heavier. That's all. Um, wasn't 12 O's short belt mod 410 exhaust drive? Yes. Kenneth Phillips, a notchback in 1992. Base notch. You buy it. Drag pack, 410s, off-road exhaust, and a short belt. That's a 12-second or high 11-second car. 225 flywheel horsepower, which is about, I don't know, 180, 190 short belt exhaust, 410s slicks. That's like a low 12-second car in 1992. So a lot of people that, are, that hear me complain, well, they're probably young guys. Because they're still wet behind the ears. They still think being nice to a girl is the way to go to her heart. They still think that Democrats are really looking out for the common man. They're so naive. It's not even funny. We've all been through. The older guys have been through the Fox body. Two valve. Three valve. Malaise era. Except for the Cobra stuff. Cobra stuff was legit. So we now are entering, we now see the Coyote just make crazy power and just be super dominant. Now, they stick the same motor in a heavier chassis, or same chassis, just heavier because of electronics. And people are wondering why we're complaining. Because the performance is nothing to write home about. There's nothing, there's nothing impressive about the new S650. I've owned 2013 Roush A3, a 17 Roush A3, and an 18, and a GT500. Oh my God, oh my God. I lost interest and I've turned to C806. Space Fraz, that's where most people are at right now. A base C8 Corvette is $58,000 to $62,000. A tunable, rear engine, rear drive, DCT, great handling, 11.5, 11.4 car stock. Like a bone stock Corvette can probably go, let's just say 11.7. Bone stock, $58,000 tunable CA Corvette right now. You're still going to buy a 4,000 pound GT? Go for it. Vaya con Dios. 
Jason said, what's going on? I was loving the content. Thank you, sir. Why would someone spend that money just to go a tad quicker? I remember the days when my uncle ordered brand new 93 notch. Right. The, to the specs, they told to order in Ford Fat. The DH should have had run solid 11 stock. I want to see it with boost. Look, once it's tunable. Okay. So when the Whipple kit comes out, what's an impressive number to you? It has to be 10.5. Whipple kit on a bone stock Mustang with Whipple's tune and let's say a drag pack has to run 10.5. If you're offering me 11 threes, 11 twos, who the hell's interested in that? A Whipple kit on a GT pump gas can run 10. Three ten two on a 23 and under Mustang, the previous generation. 10-3, 10-2. kit, catalytic converters, pump gas, second gear leave, Mach 1, you name it. Auto 10R80 car, whatever. Let's say 10, let's keep it at 10R80. That's like a 10-3, 10-4 car. So this full weight, Dark Horse or GT with a Whipple kit has to run 10.5. If it doesn't run 10.5 full weight, it's a dud. It's too heavy. If it doesn't run faster than the previous generation, it is not a step forward. So some people are going to just say Alex doesn't already. You know, Alex is not thinking clearly. This is all we got. No, this is not all we got. There's Chargers, Challengers, older Mustangs. And Corvettes out there right now used that people will still finance. So sales will dip for older vehicles. Older older cars, 20, you know, 23 and under, will start being considered by Ford guys if they see that a Whipple tuned 1112 PSI Dark Horse GT only runs 110.9 with a blower. With a blower. We're in the age of like nine seconds not being impressive. So with tuning, yeah, it'll get there, but it'll take more to get there because the car's heavier. I'll say to run to close to stock GT500 around 10.5. No argument can save the dark horse. I bet the Whipple kit is going to be $10,000 for the money. I'll buy a C7 Grand Sport and be quicker straight line and the curves. The Whipple kit will go 11 at 130, same as the previous one. Ford should make an FP700 package for this car. It needs something special and it would take and it wouldn't take much effort. $12,000 added on the base GT wouldn't be so bad, but I guess dark horse sales would die. 800 horsepower for that whip will be badass exactly. More, more importantly, let's see how much that kit will cost. Boosted mid-10s should be the default for Coyotes. Yep. Boosted 10.5 should be the default. GT500 has run 10.6 bone stock, 2020 and up. GTs with 10 PSI run that number. On pump gas, nothing special. So, the new one should run the same. Uh, all I'm saying is it should be better than the previous generation. Their marketing department needs deep cleaning. That's the problem. Like when you saw, and, it, and people thought I made fun of the fact that the designer was a woman because she's a woman. She doesn't know shit about cars. I didn't say that. I just said she's not out there drag racing. And she. Uh, there's an obvious disconnect between the people at Ford and real world use of these cars. There's a huge disconnect. You're telling me that you weren't aware that people are out there drag racing and street, street racing this car and posting it on social media? You think people are actually going to Willow Springs? You think people are going to Laguna Seca? You think people are going to VIR and post up their dark horse and GT times? No, they're not. They're doing street shit. They're going to the meet. 
They're, they're going out, racing, getting gapped, and posting on social media and going, this car's a dud. Ford, if you want to see what's actually being, what the actual usage for these cars, meaning what these cars are being used for. I understand, Ford, you want people to use these cars at VIR, at Laguna Seca, at Willow Springs, at, you know, road race tracks. You can't force the usage of this product on a customer. You just can't. I don't care how many GT3, GT4, GT cars you have at a track. You cannot force the customer to do with the car with what you want them to do with the car. The Mustang is a straight line car based on the usage. And if you ignore that, you're literally ignoring the customer base. No one looks at a GT3 Mustang running a uh, IMSA or whatever the hell, some kind of SCCA BS, and go, that sequential transmission, all-out race car impressed me so much that I have to buy a dark horse. Nope. They see Midnight Performance, they see Mexico Racing League, they see Aldo Weld, they see Lund Racing and other comparable shops run a number at a track or race a comparable vehicle. Scat Pack, Hellcat, Trackhawk, GT500, or even higher end vehicle, Viper, Lambo, R8, and say it keeps up or beats them. I want this car. The racing done by Ford does not affect the purchasing decision making of the customer base if you want to go road racing you get a miata thank you the fast ltd you don't go racing in a eighty thousand dollar dark horse or a gt 350r fat house fab proved that the 350r while comparable in road racing is a badass half mile car badass drag race car Straight line, straight line everywhere. GT500. Do you know any GT500 owner except maybe two or three people on YouTube that actually road raced the thing? And the guy that road raced it said, this thing ain't good for road racing because it chews up tires in two laps. So I understand dropout drives. We were talking about hybrid stuff. Ford would have... If Ford was in on the forums... If Ford was on Facebook, if Ford was on Instagram, if Ford was on YouTube, they would have never built a dark horse. They, they just would not have. They would have said, shit, we need something light, torquey, and it has to run like a 10-second 10, 10 NA quarter mile with a warranty. And it has to have you know a tall gear for in case they want to roll race. Imagine if Ford would have come out with a lightweight Mustang that runs 10s in the quarter mile. And roll races just as good? You would have paid $70,000 gladly. If a Gen 4 manifold will fit a Gen 3, why not run a, 15, a Gen 5 18 to 23 Whipple and keep the mono twin blade are a lot cheaper than 10 to 14K for the new Whipple? Glass roof Coyote, that's what aftermarket tuning is for. I said in the last episode, Whipple has to play within the confines of emissions standards. And if Ford has some kind of special software that forces them to use two cold airs because of the twin math sensor situation and let's just say there's custom code in there that dictates throttle angle based on the airflow coming across both mass airflow sensors 
then Whipple has to stay in that sandbox and play within that sandbox. Now, aftermarket tuning is responsible for making anything else work. We talked about DI delete. We talked about other things. So imagine if you can delete the absolute stupid looking twin cold air on 24 and up Mustangs. And you can put an old Gen 5 Whipple kit on the car with a 132 elliptical and custom tuning can figure that out. That'd be a winner. But we don't have access because Ford doesn't talk to the people that make their car desirable. Ford, your car is not your car is not desirable stock. Let let let's talk to the executives. Let's talk to Ford Performance directly. Let's talk to the people, the engineers, the people that build this car. The car you build is not what's selling out there. The car that people like us tune is what's selling this car. So you not talking to tuners to make this car better is to your detriment. This car will not sell well. It'll be made fun of. It'll be getting gapped. It'll be targeted by manufacturers. I'm sorry, by um, the, co the competitors, Dodge, Chevy alike. And they'll have a field day stomping the S650. But since you didn't go out there and reach out to the people that make this car fast, this is what you have. That's what you get. If you don't go out there and do some market research on the people that actually make your product better, you're never going to understand why we buy this car. What's the number difference between the 24GC and the Dark Horse? I don't know. Uh, imagine Ford brought back the Fox body style, made it light with a Coyote. Would have sold like crazy. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I'm waiting for someone to Motec the new Mustang. Uh, it's not going to happen. See, okay, guys, you guys think Motec just magically fixes everything? You guys think, you think, you think Motec just like magically fixes everything? Motec still can't control the DCT in the Tremec. So if you guys think just this, Motec still has to have access. Motec still has to have a way of controlling the stuff. So don't think that, let me just shove a Motec in it and it's going to fix everything. No, they have to figure it out. And they probably still have part shortages from all of the, you know, they still need wiring harness. Like there's still a shortage, if I'm not mistaken. Yep, preach, aftermarket potential, that's what sells. Um, it be too fast, okay, it be too fast, more Gen Z, Travis, a death trap. Wow, 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 wow. Um, yep, preach, aftermarket the phrase beating a dead horse will be replaced by beating a dark horse with how common it will be continued. I'm also surprised the Ford woke marketing went with the word dark horse and not the horse of color. That is very good, John Lucas. Why did they say dark horse? Why not? <laughs> oh, that's very good. A horse of color. I don't remember Ford being focused on Steve Schleckenberg back in the 90s. Ford Racing was making go-fast parts. Only thing that'll save the S650 sales is someone unlocking the PCM and TCM. I saw another guy in Tampa post his Mustang for sale. Denied delivery. Am I asking you guys to deny delivery because I want Ford to go down? No. I want you guys to deny delivery because I want Ford to fix the problem. There has to be a huge shakeup at the leadership of Ford. It just has to be. Between the woke marketing that... Ford is doing between them offering you products you don't want. Look, if you want an electric SUV, you don't get a Ford. You get a Model Y. That's just how it is. It must Ford is truck and Mustang and shitty SUVs, gas-powered ones. When it comes to the electric stuff, nobody's looking at your shit. 
if you have the sandbox all to yourself, there is <clears throat> no other competitor, no Dodge Chargers or, hell, or Challengers to worry about and no Camaros to worry about. There is a Corvette to worry about. And you still come up with a subpar product. That says everything I need to know. Okay. Let's say you're an iPhone fan, right? And Samsung goes bankrupt. Uh, Nokia, whoever makes phones. All, Google stops making phones. And the only new phone that you can get is an iPhone. They now have cornered the market in their, uh, you know, with their brand. And they say, well, the, the I-45 is going to be the next big thing. And it is no better than an iPhone 10. Like, you look at it and you're like, it's this, the iPhone 10 does a lot of shit better. The iPhone 10 processes quicker. The iPhone 10 has a better camera. But the 45 sucks. How many people are going to buy the 45 because of a cult following versus converts? that buy it because it's a better product. People will probably keep their 10, or people will probably keep their old Samsung S21s or S22s. They're not gonna go, well, this has to be better. Then they actually get their hands on it and go, it's not any better than my old Samsung or my old iPhone. That's what Ford did with the Mustang. They didn't make anything better in terms of performance. If you want luxury tablets on the dash, why get a Mustang? For $80,000, I'm sure you can find a really nice luxury car that has infotainment up the ass that performs, you know, that goes low 13s. Dark Horse needs an official nickname on the channel. Like I said, either people voted for the policies that are responsible for the trash vehicle's performance or we have to deal with today. Give us a 3,600-pound Hyundai in a 74-style modern Fox body with a simple interior, just Tesla-style screen with a Coyote. I don't know what that means. 2025, my needs to be some type of cleanup for the performance side. Likely Bullet Boss Shinoda Edition. All the Dark Horse owners will come out low and slow phrase slammed to the ground. There was a guy on my Instagram. Guy on my Instagram literally said, I, I don't care. I didn't buy this to be fast. I have a twin turbo Gen 2. This thing's comfortable as fuck. So, okay. You value comfort over performance? Why'd you buy a Mustang? Plenty of big, comfortable cars out there that are slow that have better infotainment than a Mustang. <clears throat> Ford should have figured out, uh, the hot sauce says, Ford should have figured out how to get the Gen 4 down to Gen 1 weight. That DH, Dark Horse, probably would be faster at 3,400 pounds. Absolutely would be faster at 3,700 pounds lighter than it currently is. Ford built a car that weighs as much as the Challenger, but it's down 80 horsepower, of 80, 80 plus foot pounds of torque. No amount of tuning will fix that. Thank you. Like, don't think that if it becomes tunable and people start releasing tuning that in stock form, let's say you don't want to modify your dark horse, you don't want to modify your GT, tuners are not going to be able to fix anything. They might extend the rev limiter, extend the shift points, maybe some fancy cam timing that seems to help with torque. But all in all, I don't think that tuning on its own is going to drastically improve the performance of the 24 GT and Dark Horse, you're going to have to mod it heavily, more heavily than previous generations because it's heavier. Tyler says, my M3 goes 11.0 stock. Really? M3's 11.0, and that's the other competitor. I need, I apologize, uh, BMW guys. We talked about BMW, but the problem is you guys are weird. You guys are, BMW guys are super fucking weird, but they're right. The M2, tunable now. 
the M3 tunable now comparable GT versus Dark Horse. M2 price, same as a GT. M3 price, same as a Dark Horse. Which one are you buying? I'm not buying either. I'm not an M3 fan. I look at it and I go, beautiful car. I don't really care though. Like I just don't care about BMW that much to go, I need it, I want it. It's, it's, it's a nice looking car, but it's just not something I really care about. Evil Twin 350 says, I'm a diehard Ford fan and love my boosted 350. That my next car is going to be a C6 or C7 Corvette. The S650 is so disappointing. Let's go to cars.com real quick. I did this yesterday. We're going to look at used. Actually, new and used. New and used. New and used. Uh, here we go. Let's do it together because we like doing this. Because this is fun. This is fun for me. This is uh, really fun for me to compare. We're talking $50,000 GT or a uh, $80,000, $70,000 dark horse. Uh, so we're going to go Chevrolet. We're going to look at a Corvette because, look, the Corvette is going to be no max price. Eh, let's do a max price of 80 because that's all. All miles. Yeah, okay. Oh, excuse me. Um, New and you. Okay, no, uh, that's the problem. I need the years. Um, is there years? Oh, here we go. So let's say 2018, oldest year, uh, 2018, on to the newest. Okay. <clears throat> 2021 Corvette Stingray with one LT, $73,000. 2023 Corvette Stingray looks to be new. 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 23 with one LT, $69,765. 69000 for a brand new C7 Corvette. Tunable, Global B, today. 23 one LT, $66,000. New, $66,000. Used Stingray, $50,000. 22 Stingray with one LT, 76, and you get my drift. 19 Stingray. Guys, there are Corvettes that are tunable today. C7, C8, right now. Grand Sport, the nice appearance package, $74,000. That you can either buy a dark horse, marked up, or a C8 or high-end C7. Please tell me if you're not a... Ford Nuthugger, which one is the better performance value? It's not even close. Like, it's not even close. I found a boosted C7 for less. I was going to say, quite a few BMWs can run a decent number. I'm mad I didn't buy EPA C6 before he sold it. There are two any LMNOP models named with BMW. Exactly. More Cardi swaps and carburetors of the future. I guess at this point, it'll be sticking with the 350 till I till I die. Also, diehard Ford fan says Mercury Motorsports, and I'll keep my 350R forever. But I was talking with a friend for Dark Horse money. I'd take a C6 ZL1 or a 6 Gen ZL1 1LE over the Dark Horse. I would say my Corvette is not like a... My Corvette is not something I, I, I can get $75,000 for. I might be able to get $65,000 for. I'd sell it for sixty five, dollars but it has 50,000 miles. It's 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 got high miles. I drove that bitch yesterday for about 60 miles. I went Jupiter, West Palm, Delray, and back. Bitch is bad, bro. And I came across this some scat pack piece of junk and just gave it a third gear pull and it was done. Bro, that, that on pump gas. Not race gas, nothing crazy. That thing is bad. Yes, I didn't want to look into Camaro stuff too much because we already talked about that before. I can't give my money to government motors. Hey, okay, Bobby, you're already doing it with Ford. Ford got a $9 billion loan. Let's, let's really decompile that. 
Do you think Ford needed $9 billion for a battery plant? $9 billion bucks in subsidies and loans. And that doesn't mean they have to pay it back. Like, sometimes when they give you a loan, it's really a handout. So the government gave Ford $9 billion, Bobby, to build an electric battery plant somewhere. That is government motors. Ford is government motors, just like General Motors is. If Ford keeps this up, Mustang will be dead soon. Yep, this is the best way to kill Mustang. I know it's un- unrelated to today's topic, but we ran 210 and a half mile a few weeks ago in the sequential 350 that ran 202 last year. It's the latest video on our channel. Skip to seven minute. Brother, whatever you want. You're one of those guys that I will absolutely um, showcase what you guys got going on because you guys are good people. I like you guys. Fat house. Let's go to the seven minute mark. Whoa, Jesus, sounds pretty serious. Uh, bum, 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 bum. Where is it? Latest video, play all popular. Oh, well, videos. Okay, Fat House Performance, 16R Twin Turbo, 1600R Twin Turbo, seven minute mark. That's a seven minute mark. Seven minute, no, oh, here we go, okay. All right, guys, well, John Lucas gave me the, the okay, so do not copyright my shit. Fat House Fab with Ben Stoner. I forget this guy's name, but uh, Jer- Jeremy? I think it's Jeremy. Um, he's the driver. He's the wheel man. So let's uh, turn your volumes a little down. Turn your volume because it might be a little loud, but we'll see what the deal is. And uh, we'll see you next time. By the way, great camera quality. Like 4K, super sweet. Good shit. the chick son she oh she ain't got no ass <laughs> it's all good i still smash <laughs> okay you guys are in viper territory like, you understand that Fat House has gotten their car to Viper territory. I'm sorry. I'm watching that shit again. I'm sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. I'm watching that shit. I might watch this motherfucker three times. Come on. Like, guys, it's here. It's it's here. This is this is comparable to a Viper right now. A fully built Calvo or uh Nth Moto. Maybe not in a roll race, not there yet. And are you guys rocking a 315? Or are you still rocking a 305 like psychos? I'd really look in a 315 if I were you guys. Unless the tire is growing so much that it's rubbing on the fender. But um we're here. 350Rs that are fully built are right now in Viper territory. So congratulations. See what I mean? And you guys are out there talking about new shit. Bro, stop it. When you go to Ford's website, the Mustang 650 is not under performance category. It's under the SUV and car category. I wonder why. Boy. 
Uh, yeah, blew my load when I saw this. God damn, that voodoo is daddy sounds so good. Stock crank, if I'm not mistaken. John Lucas, tell me it's a stock crank. That's a 315? Good for you. And John Lucas, let's let let let's let's kill a let's kill a rumor. Do your builds use the stock crank? Yes or no? I'm thinking yes. <clears throat> Voodoo is badass though. JD Strike's badass. Speechless. Stock crank. Predator. 5-2 block is a bad build. Hey, I wanted to ask. Thank you for showing us the M6009. Short block you got it, Zach Sanders. Damn. Oh my God. Good Lord. King Daddy shit. We are knocking on 200 with the 502. The video before that one. 325's in the front for sure. No, no, not 325. John Lucas, we're all moist, says Mercury Motorsports. So, 315 tire probably has a stock voodoo crank. Remember, the engineer told me to my face, if you put a whipple on this thing, the crank's going to fly off the shit. These guys are putting 30 plus PSI, probably 40 plus PSI through that crank. Spinning at 84 plus 100 RPM. Stock crank. Do not believe anything any engineers fucking tell you about anything that they make because when it comes to real world use they don't test it like we do and people like fat house do you would have told if you would have told an engineer can i modify a 6r80 so much so that it'll take about 1500 1600 horsepower oh no thing didn't explode good for you Fat House, good for you, John Lucas. Lucas, good for all the people out there showing forward that we know more about their product than they do. I want a sequential. That shit is serious. Stock ca stock cams. Stock GT 350 cams. Stock crank. Worked heads. FFRE, I'm sure, build. Their turbo kit. Sequential Motec. Bro, VCT active. That is retarded. You you don't you guys don't understand how impressive the last three or four comments of him are. VCT active. Stock cams for all you com cam people that think you gotta stuff a cam in this car to make power. Stock crank. VCT stock cams. Stock crank, bro. Stop it. Stop it. Yeah, stock cams. You don't need a big stupid cam to go fast on a Coyote. You just need a shitload of boost. Stock heads, just valve springs. Oof. Stop. You got it. Stop telling people this, John Lucas. I've told people for the, I don't know, last, I don't know, six years. 350 is daddy. You put boost to that car and a proper transmission? Like, I would sell my GT500 once it runs eights in the quarter mile. It needs to run eights in the quarter mile. Sell it. I would still want to do a Coyote Project car, no tuning, S197. But the Voodoo is right there. The Voodoo is saying, buy me. Because it is a twin turbo. The, the Gen 2 Voodoo, 1920. It is a twin turbo, T56, E85 away from being dumb fast. But I actually don't want to boost the 350. Crank will fly out the block. Tell them what happened to the voodoo block, John. Haha, ha, didn't crack like everywhere. Um, boost by gear sequential was hitting hard after 100 miles an hour. Did you see that shit? Um, true story. When I when I was there, the engineer warned us about that. Good enough performance. Remember we went to SEMA together where I shit my pants? Because I had a, 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 a mocha chip frap. 
<laughs> so I stupidly got on an Allegiant airplane with Joe and I had a mocha chip frappuccino before I got on the plane. Five hours. Like of butthole clenching. And I got to the rental car place and I just let go in the bathroom and I, I almost shipped. It was like a photo finish. Like it was like a geyser about to explode and my pants just got under the booty hole and I was oh never have a mocha chip wrap before getting on a plane. Uh, John Lucas, why didn't I spend 2000 to get the port? Right. Oh, that's my favorite. Oh, I love it. I love it. John Lucas is showing people that you can go 210 miles an hour in the half with stock cams, VCT, stock heads, just valve springs. And the porting guys are losing their minds. Whoa, you got to port those heads, bro. What are you doing? You got to port those heads. No, you don't. You just got to shove a shitload of boost and fuel in this car. Good for you, John Lucas. Thank you. Thank you for being on and dispelling all these dumb myths that people put out there. You only need cams for Gen 1 to go over 7,300. You're wrong about that too. Uh, I know why my T56 boosted 350 dominates almost everything I race. Exactly. Best value proposition Mustang at this time. I've seen the light. Exactly. Trying to talk my grandpa into an ESS kit on his 350. Good old Circus Circus Portables too. Oh, we stayed at the Circus Circus. You want to be treated. You want to be treated like your your company cares about your uh, you know your your experience. Let them book you at this motherfucker, the Circus Circus Hotel in Las Vegas. Hey, where are we staying? The Bellagio? Nah. <laughs> the Circus Circus. <laughs> Excuse me, what? Why did they, the Circus, Circus Casino? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we didn't stay here, right? We didn't stay here. We stayed like way the fuck over there by the mountain range. We, Joe and I walked for seven miles to our room where there was a, a heroin addict shooting up at the hallway. Let me see the overhead view. Yeah, we were like way the fuck over here somewhere. Remember, Joe? We walked. <laughs> and then we tried to go to an In-N-Out burger and it was like 17 miles away. We stupidly walked there. Bruh. Bro, unreal. Good stuff. <laughs> oh my god. Uh the Taurus would gap the 99 Cobra. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. What's going on? This thing looks like it's frozen. Uh sponsors. Let's get the sponsors back up. Bed bug. Oh, dude. That circus circus was such a shit show. 350 is not my why weren't 350s on your radar before? Are you guys psycho? Did you guys think that the 350 GT350 was no good? This channel has told you it's been the best platform out there to build. 350 stock, a 19 to 20 350 with a twin turbo kit, E85 and a T56. You're not getting beat by much. I mean, and if you do get beat, it's by fully built somethings. I'm blown away by that. Let's go to Fat House's Fab, Fat House Fab's. GT500. Let's see if their GT500 set almost went 200 miles an hour. So let's see about that. Uh, da, 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 da. Twin turbo, play out videos, 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 videos. Uh, the one before that, fastest stick shift Coyote runs eights. No, I'm trying to see the. Um... Oh, here we go. So they got a GT500 that ran. Oh, it's a 1400R package. Again, I still think 350 is badass. 350 is more badass in my opinion. But you know, Fat House Fab does does their thing. So this one went 195. Uh, let's let's get to it. Let's just get right to the meat of it. Here we go. 
So GT500 built by Fat House Fab, 1400R, stock trans stuff. Like, they don't have access to the, nobody has access to DCT stuff. Oh my God, I'm sorry, guys. Guys, turn it way down. Let me go way down. Holy crap, I almost killed my ears. Look at the DCT struggle. I love you guys, Fat House. Look at the struggles of the DCT. This is great. This is such a good video to show you how much the DCT struggles. Oh my God. What is... Come on, guys. Jesus Christ. Okay. Pay really close attention. Traction control is active. Listen to the DCT try to find a gear. Yeah, yeah, you can keep that DCT. <laughs> but anyway, I'm not trying to make fun of them. I'm trying to make fun of Ford DCT. If they had access to it, we can really get after it. But in my opinion, the 350 is just Billy Badass. Billy Badass. Um, if you're planning on building a gen an engine, would you do a Gen 1 Voodoo be fine? No. I mean, yeah, Gen 1 Voodoo will be fine because you're building it. You're studying it. You're, you're, you're sleeving it. You're aftermarket pistons and rods. Sure. And the crank is going to be the same. But if you can afford a 19 to 20, 350, you don't have to do shit to the motor except maybe oil pump gears. And actually, John Lucas is probably better to answer that question. Do the 19 to 20 GT350 supposedly come with the Predator block have billet oil pump gears stock? I know the GT500 does, but I don't know that the 19 to 20 Voodoos do. In my, I, don't, I don't know that. Yeah, the DCT was not happy. DCT is screaming. Just watch the RPM. Exactly. So all you know, all you got to know is that, that the DCT ain't it. The DCT ain't it. The GT350 with a T56, that's the shit. I got a PO155 heater circuit bank too. Time to replace the wide bands. Yes, sir. Absolutely. I would replace both fronts. Alex, would you consider selling the notch and GT500 and get a 350 for your next project? Yes. But, Okay. So I am struggling with this because I don't really want to race the GT500 because I don't want to potentially wreck it. Anything can happen. Imagine if I take the GT500 to the track, try to get that eight-second quarter-mile slip, and freak accident happens. Now, I'm, now I don't got So if someone says, okay, before you race it, I want it. Okay, 60000 bucks, it's yours. I, I would prefer to run eights in it, but... I'd rather not wreck it or take the chance of wrecking it. And if no one buys it by, before I get it to the track, I want to run an 899 in it. Stick. It's got a Billy Badass T56. It's got a spec clutch. So I don't know how long that'll last. I have a RXT. Not, not a great clutch, but it's free. Ready to go in. And again, I'm going to go on a bias supply tire. So I'm not really worried about the RXT breaking anything because it's got a uh, Billy Badass transmission with a, you know, a, a face plated and, and G-Force gear set. And... You know, if someone wants it, $60,000 is yours tonight. And I'll give you everything I got for it. The extra wheels, all the AC stuff, get it out of my life. But I would probably want to run an 899 in it. And uh, yeah, I'd sell the notch. I'd sell the notch too. Sure. And get a 350. Absolutely. That, I, I'd be in really, really good shape then. Gen 2s have predator blocks, but I'd be curious to know the same. A rod piston Gen 1 Voodoo is just as good. 
the RPM was cringe. DCT said, I'm tired, boss. Estoy cansado. Oh, Pump Gears, you said your rods will die before your OPGs. Well, the thing is, with a turbo, you're going to need anti-lag stuff and two-step stuff. Now you're shaking stuff. You understand? Like when you're putting a low, a high load on a stock old pump gear and potentially on a two-step with turbo stuff, with anti-lag stuff and two-step stuff, I would rather get an old pump gear set in there. Dime la mi gente, dropping a like, catch the replay later. Get a 350 and join the club. Alex, is an illuminated short block that much stronger than a Gen 3 short block? Yep. Yeah. Manly rods and pistons. Finally caught you live. Hope all is well, brother. Congratulations on the ZR1 and GT500. By the way, thank you, Cedric Weish. Alex, a GT500 has 95% chance of passing the test. <laughs> I shattered Gen 2 block in my 350. Wouldn't uh, a built Boss 2 have an edge over the built 1920 GT350? No. Nope. 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 Um, But it was on 15 pounds of boost. Fair to say Mach 1 is a 350 with a Coyote instead of 2? No. No, the Mach 1 is a, a GT with a, a manifold, a throttle body in the cold air. The Mach 1 is closer to a GT than it is a GT350. I heard a lot of feelings when I took, took out, when I, I heard a lot of feelings when I take out my Whipple 350 on the weekends. 60 Smackaroonies, buddy, just got another 14 GT500 with 14, wait, 60,000 Smackaroonies, buddy, got another 14 GT500 with 1,400 miles for 62K. Wow, that's good, but mine's built, built. Like, built, built. But again, whatever. That's the problem. I don't think people are willing to pay $60,000 for a fully built GT500. That's, like, meant to race. Now, you can make it go... You could do streetcar shit, put a synchronized transmission in it, put a twin 60 throttle body in it so it drives better, and AC. Badass streetcar. BMW went away from DCT and the M3 for a reason. Autos now, and they run way better. Look, the DCT is not it if you want to go fast, fast. Fast, fast. If you're in schmedium, 10, 3 to 9, 4, DCT's fine. If you want to go fast, fast, T56 or Turbo 400 <laughs> or, or 10R80 for a year. Mach 1 is just a GT with 4 performance power pack 3. Exactly. Whoa, 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 brother. Do you know where Mach 1 is? We need Estoy Cansado, jefe, on the soundboard. Exactly. Did you get your drive shaft balance on the 500? Did it help? No, I did not. I just kind of went over everything. And I think it was after I nut and bolted everything, I found that the motor mount was a little loose. Just barely. And the uh, bolts for the U-joints were not super tight. Again, after you drive it a little bit, go through heat cycles, you got to go over the whole drivetrain and nut and bolt everything. And that's what I did. And I found a couple of things were a little loose and it tightened everything up nicely. You know what I'm saying? That's how low, that's low for a race ready 500 shoot for 70 market adjustment. Okay, look, if I ask for 70 and someone gives me 65, good. But I'm asking for 60 so that there is no negotiation. No negotiation. Do not negotiate with me. Give me $60,000 for my GT500. Drive it away. No tuning support for me. I'll give you the N-gauge with it. Get it gone. If not, I'll run eights in it. And if I run eights in it, price goes up. Oh, no. Yesterday's price is not today's price. You know what? I'm going to find the, the Fat Joe. Fat Joe. Fat Joe. Price went up okay so so if i run eight in my gt500 nothing from the locks 
each other. They both, all of them are incredible. That's right. But Jadakiss, price went up. <laughs> After I run eights in my GT500. Went up. Let's say it again. Went up. Again. Price went up. That's Look right. Price went up. Price went up. I'm telling you, if I run eights, 70000 If you're a promoter, <laughs> if you're doing a rap concert, <laughs> yesterday's price is not today's price. So, you want that shit before I test it out? Get 60. You want to see it? What if it runs like an 8.6? What if I go out there on a, on a test in two night and the bitch is rolling and it runs an 8.6? Boy... You ain't seen us. It's gonna be a seven in front of that motherfucker. Yep, DCT holding back. McLaren's big time too. Eight seven quarter mile. That's the fastest years ago. No one faster. Two. This day. Think about it. The only DCT cars that are actually fast in the quarter have the motor in the back or all wheel drive. I'm in a spot that I don't know if I want to upgrade my T56 G4 gear set just to go build six R80 swap. You cannot do. Just don't do a six R80 swap. God damn it. The hot sauce. Don't do a six R80 swap, please. Just do a T56. Like badass T56. $60,000 for a built DT500 is a steal. $60,000 is a damn good price. Brand new motor and brand new motor. Barely 200 miles. And a brand new trans. You can prevent me from going to the track and making the price go up by buying it for $60,000 today. And I'd probably just pocket some of that money and get into a GT350 sooner than later. Eh, probably not. Probably save the money. I'll probably fuck with the notch or, or fuck with the, the Fairmont for a while. Mach 1 is trash, parts, spin, car, absolutely. Whatever happened to the Roadrunner engine from the Boss Weezy? What about it? 350 is better. <clears throat> Gen 2, 350 is better. People really overhype a Boss Weezy too. Once they have good motor, yeah, they have good motor, but so does the Gen 2. And a 15 performance pack was faster around the twisties than a Boss Right. A Boss 302 motor, Roadrunner, is badass. So is a Gen 2 motor. Like, it's not that much better. Like, if you want to make a 1,000 horsepower, both the Gen 2 Coyote will do it and the Roadrunner will do it. The Roadrunner isn't vastly better than a Gen 2. It's the best Gen 1 motor by far. I have a built T56, your G4 gear set, and your GT500, T56, I'm going to buy a next upgrade. Yeah, but don't worry about the uh, faceplated. The dog, just keep it synchronized. Hot sauce. Keep it synchronized, but G-Force gear set. Mine is not synchronized. It can in a gear, pow, but when it go, when the watch shifts, they're pretty badass. With the TVS, it's what's best to read boost through an N-Gage, Zaytronics, or a boost sensor, both. I have the old school boost box from Lund Racing in my GT500, which I might talk about. I have a lot of videos I can make on the GT500 without even driving it, but time, I don't have that much time. How much for the notch? Eight grand, it's yours, and, and it needs work. It needs a bunch of little doohickeys and knickknacks. But I can take it right now and probably run a 10. Today, I'm going to finish a video. I installed slicks on it. 305 SSs. 3005 or 3055 S. The stiff wall, 281015 Mickey Thompson slicks. I installed them. They're on the car right now. I'm going to go out there and do 0 to 60 and 60 foot hits on a draggy so I'm not breaking the law. Well, I'm technically big in the law, <clears throat> but I'm not going, I'm not speeding so fast that it's stupid. I'm going to drag E3, 0 to 60 and 60 foot to see if it's good and happy and then take it to the track, tow it to the track and see if I can run a 10 second quarter mile in it. 
I'm not going to do too many upgrades. I'm going to need a, a over overflow can for the radiator. That's it. <clears throat> um, or send it to a wall, end up at a corporate. Exactly. I don't want to. That's what I, that's what I don't want to do. DCTs and triple Lambos blow up DCTs all the time. Just don't hear about it because that's not sexy for advertising. Big money, big money. I have a, I have boost block also, just not accurate. Yeah, it's what are you gonna do? Does the doesn't the Roadrunner just have the boss intake better rods and pistons and and CNC heads that don't flow that much more than Gen two heads? Any tips on why ten speed kind of launches forward when in and out of drive? No. <laughs> Look, there's nothing special about the suspension, okay? It's got maximum motorsports lowers, UPR, uh, maximum motorsports lowers and relocation boxes. UPR upper and UPR upper uh, uh, bracket. It's got an aftermarket K-member, probably Team Z, and it's got coilovers in the front with limiters. That's it. Like, that's it. Uh, Buddy Witt built the 302... Between that and your black car made me sell my nitrous eighty Camaro and buy a Gen One. Black badass. Give it the notch away. Damn. What do you want me to do? You want me? You you want me to? You want me to ask twelve thousand dollars for a car that is carbureted and it needs a bunch of little things? It's a project car. Right now, it doesn't need anything. If I just want to drive, it needs power steering. It doesn't have power steering. It just has the bypassed, and I'm just cranking it, and it, it blows up when it blows up. But it, but it can probably run a 10-second quarter mile tonight. So I, asking 12K, and then what's going to happen if I ask 12K? You're going to get under it and start nitpicking everything and uh, negotiate me down to about 8K. So I say, 8K, don't nitpick shit. GT500, 60K. Never go to a track. 12 to 1 compression motor. ID 1700s. It's going to have the Whipple on it, not the TVS, because the TVS is seniors, unless I buy them out. Badass T56. I'll give you the extra clutch. I'll give you the extra wheels. Everything I got for the GT500 is yours. Vaya con Dios. $60,000. If I get it to a track and it runs eight, it's going to be a seven in front of that bitch. Uh, favorite Gen Coyote engine? Um, the Roadrunner. I already said that. Parts Farm gets another GT250, and your timing may be right, Alex. Calamar 3160 or MT82, depends on what you want to do. If you like the gear ratio of the 3160 versus like the D4 MT82, I would get the 3160, but I don't know if he makes stage three 3160s yet. A 9.5 deck notchback for AK. Come on, man. Some of us are trying to sell our Fox bodies. Yesterday's price, I don't care, Mercury. I don't want anyone to come to my house and start telling me about, well, this number's matching. The paint is different here than over there. That's what every asshole does. 12K. So then they got 12K in, in their pocket. They come over and they they literally go, oh, the, 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 the paint's flaking here. Looks like the cowl went. The cowl's bent. Eight grand. Get it out of my life. Will stock six ready handle 600 horsepower reliably? Yes, sir. It does on Roush Stage 3s. It'll do it on um, regular. 8,000 and never talk to me again. I wonder if that's something I'll need to upgrade next for my 350 after the twin 62s is the 1700 probably. AK and the notch was never Alex's, exactly. These are 2000-ish Vipers and the 50s, rest in peace, S650. If they're, I don't like those Vipers, though. I don't like the 06 Vipers, but some of you do. And some of you can afford a $50,000 Viper and you can get it financed. Vaya con Dios. Calamar does have a stage 3 3160. Then I'd get that. 
Because the stock 3160 isn't that great and can't hold the power. But if Ben Calamar has like aftermarket G-Force gear sets for the 3160, that's the one to get. Because the gear ratio is nice. The feel is nice. It's probably a really good transmission. No one remembers the Fox was a parts farm car. Exactly. The parts farm got it and they were about to piece it out. And I said, I want it as is. I bought it. Cash. I put two grand or so into it to clean up the engine bay to get to clean to get the carburetor running good running get, you know to get it running better i did a lot of work got relocated msd relocated the battery back to the front it still has an aftermarket uh nitrous fuel system so guys uh, 8k and it's gone <laughs> 2000 mcr what do you think about the new 6.8 liter mustang i think ford should introduce it because if it makes more torque than the coyote it might get this heavy ass pig of a s650 out of the hole imagine that it needs torque now to get out of the hole because ford added 100 plus pounds to it stop it everybody's broke right now i can't even sell my cobra jet manifold for 1200 or my spare set of 350 brembos with the fox yesterday's price is today's price um so yeah that's that's the way to do it uh what do we got here oh jesus why did this thing this thing just wig the hell out Good morning, Alex. This is Adrian Five O. I got a Paxson A10 with a 3.3 pulley. Only seeing about 10 PSI. Replace the blowout valve with a B57. Checked it for leaks. Anything else I can do? Should be hitting more boost, right? So, yeah. The 3.3 at sea level should be making close to 13 or 14 PSI. So something's up. Belt slip. Probably belt slip. Probably, yeah. It's, it's got to be something restricting or, or a mechanical issue, not allowing it to see the proper amount of boost. Wait, there's a 6.8 Mustang? Ha <laughs> ha. Uh, got a 12.9 quarter on my stock 10 speed. Would you consider that a good thing? No. <laughs> That's really, 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 really slow. I've had a giveaway new Z- have had a giveaway new Z06 for sale two months. No takers. No money. Crazy interest. Right, exactly. Alex, I upgraded my VMP 269, my Odin Ford Racing CJ65. Alex, I upgraded my twin 69 on my Odin to the ford cj65 what a difference in idle and response and drivability i'm not here to upsell products i'm here to make your cars drive the best they can the ford racing twin 65 is the best driving twin board throttle body period now my car it's got a kenny bell 168 it drives terribly but it might make more power at wide open throttle than the comparable monoblades that are out there. But I'm never going to tell you, get a Kenny Bell 168 for drivability reasons. What I'm probably going to do is buy a Ford Racing CJ65, limit it because the car makes well over a 1,000, so I don't care if I'm choking it. It actually might help me with grip on the street if I choke it down to 900 horsepower, keep the pulley set up the same through a twin 65. And the drivability will be phenomenal. That's probably the next purchase. A Cobra Jet Twin 65, or I got some other stuff I'm cooking up. You and Joe got to stay at night at the Ford headquarters. And, what, the Circus Circus? Yeah, exactly. They said the Dark Horse accelerates as hard as the 350. Uh, Shelby DD500. I saw that. that. Was that Motor Trend? Dark Horse Motor Trend. Motor Trend, you are the biggest. You are the biggest lying sons of bitches. On the planet. Let me see. What does it say? GT500. Okay. Here we go. 
This is the dumbest article you'll read today. And we'll end the show here. We have about 10 minutes left. We can talk about this. Every time you go to Motor Trend, remember they said this. Pros. Most powerful naturally aspirated Coyote engine. <laughs> Undeniable track-ready arrow handling and braking. Accelerates as hard as a GT500. Remember that, guys. When you have your Shelby GT500 next to a dark horse and Motor Trend said it accelerates as hard. Cons. Feels heavy. <laughs> no heads-up display. Slow screen loading after startup. In the era of last calls, disappearing VAs and Ford multi-billion dollar investment in electric vehicles, the blue oval has summoned the 24 dark horse. Oh my lord. Front and center showcase just how good old-fashioned gas-fed pony cars can be. Shut up. Shut up. Where is the stupid shit? The extra 14 horses stampeding through the 10-speed automatic to the rear tire. Send the dark horse 60 to 60 miles an hour in 3.7 seconds and through the quarter in 12. Oh, that is not impressive. Unlocking the quickest run is easy even though the only manual transmission dark horse comes in dedicated launch control. You don't need to heavy brake. Oh, shut up, shut up. Where did it say something about GT500? If the 3.7 0 to 60 time hasn't fully sunk in yet, let us put that into context for you. That's Shelby GT500 level acceleration. Yep, we've got a slightly beefed up Coyote going toe-to-toe -to -toe with the outgoing generation Mustang GT500 and its 760 horsepower. Could you imagine they think 0 to 60, 3.7 is comparable to the GT500? What happens after 60? So, Dark Horse, Grip, no traction control, 370 to 60. GT500, traction control, spinning the tires, and it's right there next to this dark horse. And the moment both of them hit 60 miles an hour, the GT500 goes, yeah, see you later. But Motor Trend makes it sound as if the dark horse is going to hang in there with a GT500. Oh, my God. Yeah, we already talked about it. Only rears. We already talked about it at length. Uh, Fox deposits. Fox deposits. I'm a peasant. Can you finance for 30 years? Do you think a stock airbox could be restricting it? What the hell is happening here? Happy my 23 for $30,000. 65 on a new vehicle is nuts. Is that them calling the GT500 slow or the dark horse fast? Probably the, the, the first one. Motor Week just tested the new Mustang and it didn't show any quarter mile times like they typically do. Do you think that was per Ford? Motor Trend is advertising. Again, anybody that gets a paycheck from Ford cannot be listened to. They're not a credible source. Baltron Assemble. Typical Motor Trend article. Have you ever heard of Johnny Lieb Lieberman speaking negatively about anything? Everything is rad and killer. Paid advertising. Ford banned reviewers from tracking the Mach 1 horsepower when it came to when it came out. Ford did too good of a job with the Mach 1 and, and the dark horse is going to be a fat turd. Motor Trend also has pronouns in their bios. Both are pigs. Why not compare 0 to 60 against the Mach-E? S650 going to be fast when that dude puts a Cummins in it. Bro unbelievable that they're comparing the dark horse to the gt500 so what did we learn in this video number one you might have a case against ford not necessarily the horsepower numbers but the performance numbers in the stampede when they told you this thing was going to be the best performance mustang ever and you are now seeing dark horse and gt guys struggle to get out of the 12s and a fully gutted ethanol blended race brakes Drag Pack Mustang runs 11.7. 7 
you might have a case that Ford falsely advertised this car, or maybe they got away with being specific on purpose. You know how people say, I don't recall. You know how people say, okay, this is how you go testify at a trial if you don't want to get, if you don't want to perjure yourself. Let's say you robbed the store and they don't got, they don't have you on video, but you're accused of it. There's credible sources and eyewitnesses that said, this guy stole something from the store. And they ask you directly, did you steal something from this store? You say, I don't recall. Because if you say no, the eyewitnesses might testify and you go to jail. If you say yes, you're self-incriminated. But if you don't recall, if you don't recall, I don't remember. I don't I don't seem to remember that event. I was I was on Benadryl, I was sneezing all day. I don't recall. I'm sorry. The lawyer can browbeat you all he wants. All you have to keep saying is, I don't recall. I don't recall. I don't recall is the universal I don't know. And they can't really get after that. But Ford is now saying factually correct things and avoiding the elephant in the room. The most powerful coyote ever. Yes. The heaviest coyote ever. Mr. Ford Engineer. Under oath. Can you say this Mustang is the better, is a better performing Mustang than the outgoing model? Well, it has a stronger motor. It makes the, the new motor is the most powerful motor we've ever put out in a Mustang. That is not my question. My question is. Is the S650 stock for stock quicker than the outgoing S550? I don't recall. Excuse me, what? I, I don't recall. I just know that the new S650, Dark Horse version, is the most powerful Coyote engine ever. Nobody asked anyone a direct question ever. Is it going to perform better than the previous generation? Is it slower than the S550? Did you guys do any quarter mile testing? What kind of numbers are you getting 0 to 60 and quarter mile out of the thing? Because if they say 0 to 60 is quicker than the GT500, but what about after 60? What about after that? Does it do anything? It just falls on its face and it dies. So Ford probably was really smart and said, stay away from these key words. Better performing faster do not say don't you dare go out on the stampede and say the words faster if you say that you're freaking fired so avoid these keywords faster performs better quicker don't say that say the most powerful coyote ever created and then if you're factually correct but that doesn't mean it's faster because the car is heavier that dozer shirt though yeah badass shit love the shit um i don't seem to remember ford sucking so much oh <laughs> you don't remember the two valve days the hot sauce you don't remember the three valve days you don't remember the 94 95 mustang hell you don't remember from 94 to 02 did those years just go away you don't remember 05 to 0 to 05 to 10 you don't remember those days I remember member berries. 
24 GT, plead the fifth edition. Plead the fifth, exactly. But the drift break, the drift break, Johnny Cochran edition. Right. Highest stock Gen 3 10 speed dyno numbers I've seen is 421 to the wheels. Uh, I've seen 440. And it, it ran 11.7. <laughs> We ran like 1090, 1080. We ran like 1090, 1080 on a tune E85 drag pack Mustang. Gen 3. 10, I'm sorry, 1089. Must have been a happy dino. Oh shit, I noticed you're wearing a kill dozer shirt. Always. Mach 1 on track is just as fast as a 350R. That's a fact. What track? What? It's down. The Mach 1 is down 80 horse or 40 horse. No, it's not. The Mach 1, if it has the same suspension as the 350R, same brakes as the 350R, but it has 40 less horsepower, Mach 1, shut up. Did you, you, did you drive a GT 350R on the track? Yes or no? Did you get in a 350R and go around VIR and check your lap time? Or are you going by articles and what someone else did? Please stop it. Please stop it. But wait until it's tuned. I don't recall, but there is a gay rev remote. It's been a while since I caught a live. Any updates on the EPA? Have you seen the 1320 video on PFI? Ray, Ray, come on, man. That's just old. I talked about PFI stuff years ago. Years ago. Only now, 1320 video gets around to it. And that video is a nothing burger. No new information. No actual specific information of what's happening. I love those guys. I hope they tune forever. But those videos are just too little too late. Remember the 2011 Coyote commercial where they showed the car at the drag strip? Now they show a dark horse falling off a ramp. Um, I think the 2,200 pounds, yeah, they're, they're definitely heavy. Mach 1 guys are wild. It's a great car, but it's definitely second fiddle to the 350R. The Mach 1 is nowhere close to the GT 350R when it comes to performance. Stop it. It's down 40 horse and it has a similar suspension setup. Sorry, sorry. The, and the 350R is a track-oriented vehicle no rear seat some don't even have a freaking radio some come with pilot sport cup twos right 350r tire gt 350r tire michelin pilot sport cup two mach one tire same sport cup two looks like 2021 Mach 1 tires. No, well, there's a dip. Oh, there's a bunch of different ones. What is, is it? What's the highest trim level for the Mach 1 tire? I know that the Sport Cup 2s came stock with the 350R, but the 350R is lighter and more powerful. There's no freaking way you can compare those two. All right, guys, I'm out of here. Thank you very much for hanging out with me. We'll see if a lawsuit comes around. I doubt it. We'll talk about, we'll see if in this week anyone can get this 24 S650 running any better we'll see if any tuning stuff comes out by tuesday or so hopefully i'll give you some news of anything but it doesn't look like any tuning is going to be available for a little while remember the f-150 took two years to tune the 21 and up version so we'll see if the s650 comes out with any tuning because right now people are gutting it throwing ethanol in it and not even going 1150s have a good rest of your sunday guys i will release a video today doing 60 uh, zero to 60 and 60 foot stuff with the notch i just have to finish the actual testing the tires are on it already. It'll be about a 12-minute video, and it'll be up today about 6 or 7 p.m., so you guys can enjoy that on your Sunday night. Have a good rest of your night. See you guys on Tuesday for Talking Shit, which we will do the PayPal link to get late model performance 
to World Cup. My goal is 2,000 bucks. I'll leave the link available for a week. Once we hit 2,000 bucks, we'll shut it down. Well, or I'll just refund all your money and uh, we'll send that over. And you guys voted to have my big stupid face sticker. So I'm going to try to get two big quarter panel size stickers on uh, order so I can send it over to Late Model Performance if we can go ahead and reach our goal of $2,000. So we'll do that Tuesday and we'll have the link open for a week and then we'll get them going to World Cup and then we'll go ahead and get the stickers made so that they can put it on the car. Have a good rest of your Sunday. See you guys later. Bye.